0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا uh, now to حديث 529 from بلوغ المرام وعن ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إذا رأيتموه فصوموا وإذا رأيتموه فأفطروا فإن غم عليكم فقدروا له آآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآآ� uh, Ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah, he said, I heard the Messenger وسلم, saying, Fast when you see the new moon and break your fast when you see it. But if the sky is cloudy, then calculate, meaning the month as thirty days. If you see it, if you cite it, meaning the new moon, the crescent. The first is referring to that of Ramadan and the second sighting for breaking the fast is that of Shawwal, the month of Shawwal which follows Ramadan. But if it is cloudy such that it is screened from you, you could not see it either by clouds or smoke or a barrier, high mountains, dust, anything. Then, Fakdirullah. Then, calculate. The scholars differed as to the meaning of calculate here. First, meaning they said it means. Estimate And refer to calculation And this is the opinion of many of the contemporary uh, Scholars Or latter ones They said is taken from "taqdir," Meaning if it is Blurred Then refer to Calculations just like if someone does not find the water, he goes to the earth for the dry ablution. The second opinion, it means bayku alayh, meaning restrict, make it restricted. What does this mean? Means Make Ramadan 29 days But it's amazing That those who went to this opinion They said that Restrict on it The month of Sha'ban But when it came to Shawwal They said don't restrict Ramadan With respect to Shawwal But rather completed 30 days And this is very strange One hadith One hadith, one text, and interpret it in this way. With respect to Sha'ban, restrict it. With respect to Ramadan, then restrict Shawwal. I.e., that is, complete Ramadan 30 days, so that the number of Shawwal will be restricted. And this does not make the flow of the text uh, right. We know this hadith is one hadith one text and the speaker is one so they say that means restrict on it such that you make Shaban 29 days the third opinion is complete it means complete the month as 30 days this is the correct opinion. Because no one interprets the speech of the Prophet ﷺ better than the one who spoke it, meaning the Prophet. ﷺ. And he sallallahu is the one who said Akmirul Idda Tatalaseen complete the idda, the number of days as thirty. So therefore we don't refer to anyone else. Since the Prophet ﷺ interpreted by himself, so we refer to his interpretation. He is the one who said complete complete the عدة, the number of days for the month as 30. The term complete 30 is in Sahih al-Bukhari. And this comprises both the new moon for fasting and the new moon for breaking the fast. While in Sahih Muslim, if it becomes blurred on you, then calculate the month as 30, referring to Sha'ban. But the narration in Bukhari is more general. It covers both Sha'ban and Ramadan. To complete the number of days as 30. So, therefore, it means complete the number of days for Sha'ban to be 30 and in Ramadan to be 30 if, in both cases, the new moon for the month of Ramadan and the new moon for Shawwal is blurred on you. The benefits of this hadith. First benefit is that it is not mandatory to fast the day while doubting because the Prophet ﷺ said إِذَا move when you see it now this term when you see it does it refer to all people or it refers to those whose sighting is considered as valid with its conditions certainly the latter one And what's his quality? What's the quality? or the conditions? First, he must be عَدْلٌ مُسْتَقِيمٌ Adl, Upright And he is the one who carries on the obligatory matters of the deen and did not indulge in major sins, and does not insist on minor sins. So therefore, it cannot be taken from a kafir, disbeliever, or a child. The second thing is, he must have good sight, good vision strength in that, and trustworthiness are two conditions. Don't we remember in the story of Musa, and the two women from Median, when one of them asked her father to hire Musa, and she gave the description as in Surah Al-Qasas 28 verse 26, استأجره، she said، oh my father، hire him. إن خير من القوي الأمين، hire him. Verily the best of men for you to hire is the strong and trustworthy. so he must be strong in this case with his sight. I and mean, he does not look at the crescent and he sees the shadow of his eyebrow and say, ah, that's the crescent. So it is not affirmed for a kafir, it is not affirmed for a child, and it is affirmed for a woman. Now, what about if a single person sees the or sights the new moon, whether he is single in seeing it in his sight, meaning he is amongst a group and he is the only one who saw it, or single regarding the place, meaning if he sees it in a place where there is no one around him except him, should he fast, the scholars differ regarding this matter, First opinion is that he should fast because of the general evidences. The indication the general indications of the evidences. And in this hadith, Idaraitumu Fasumu, if you see him, if you see it, then fast, the new moon. They said this is general. The other opinion is he should not fast. Because the Prophet Sallallahu said in another hadith, fasting is when people fast. And if we permit that, then he will be in opposition with the congregation. And the, and, and the, and the legislator looks for congregation. So therefore the correct opinion is that if he singly sees it, then he should not fast. Now, from the hadith also we learn, the Prophet ﷺ said, you fast when you see it. It means that when it is not seen, then there is no fasting. This is what's deducted from from the understanding of the hadith. Now, how about if it is affirmed in one country, With certainty Is it binding on The rest of Muslims to fast Or not This is a matter Of difference of opinion Amongst the people of knowledge From them Are those who went to the opinion That if it is If the sighting is confirmed In an Islamic country Then it is incumbent Upon all Muslims in all lands of the earth to fast regardless whether listen to this word whether the matali' whether the places and times of rising of the moon concur or differ and whether the places are close or far and this is the position of the school of thought of Imam Ahmed. And this is the inclination of many contemporaries under the pretext that this, is, this takes precedence for the cause of unity of the world of the Muslims. And that no direction from the directions of the Muslims should be fasting, while others are eating and drinking and this is applicable whether it is for the Eid or for the start of Ramadan Those who went to this position they took as evidence the hadith of the Prophet yasumun nas," Fasting is when people fast و fitru nas, and the breaking is when People break the fast. This position has its merit in regard to the unity aspect. This position, without a doubt, is the correct position if there is one leader for the Muslims in all the Muslims' now. One leader, one khalifa. However, now the word is split and authority is split as it is known to all of you. And if a nation, ummah, is under the authority of a leader, then in this case, All those who fall under his authority fast whether the matala differed or not whether the places of times of rising of the moon differed or not However with the known fact that the matala the places of rising of the moon and timing are different and the nation is split into countries, and the leadership is also that, then the person refrains in terms of the applicability of this position. Now, and for the sake of argument, if we take by this position, then which country should we take as reference? The school of thought of Imam Ahmed is to take it from any any country, whether it is the west or east or far east or middle as long as it is cited in it that is sufficient some contemporaries however said, no, the reference should be Mecca al-Mukarrama Mecca and they argued that all Muslims direct themselves towards Mecca in Salah and that Allah named it Ummul Qura Ummul Qura The mother of towns Well Um is a reference So the reference Is to Be the sighting By the people of Mecca When the New moon is sighted there Then all the Muslims Must fast This is An opinion others want to say that if the matala' are the same no difference in the times and places of the rising of the moon then fasting is obligated on all the people whose moon's matana are in agreement whether this falls in one single state, or more than one one state. For example, if two neighboring countries have the same times and places of rising of the moon, then this is the criterion. You understand? You understand? Clear so far? And the evidence they took is the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّهْرَ Whoever cites from you the the month the, the uh, crescent or for the month of Ramadan then he should fast This is the expressed they said But what about the understood They said the understood from this verse is that whoever does not cite then there is no fasting on him. So therefore, in accordance with this opinion, if people have the same matla, the same places and times of rising of the moon, then if it is sighted in this area, then all of them must fast. Sheikh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, he said that the difference in matla is affirmed by agreement of people of knowledge. People of knowledge in what? He said, people of knowledge in astronomy. And so, if the matali' are in agreement, are the same, then it is incumbent to fast, otherwise no. This is the position of Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah. You understand his position, what it means? The same matali' then people who fall under the same matali' must fast geographically must fast even though they fall under two different authorities two, two states for example you understand as long as the places and times of rising of the moon is the same this is the position of Shaykh Islam and it is very strong position and his evidence from the Sunnah is إِذَا رَأَيْتُمُهُ if you see the new moon then fast. And then in this case, if the matana are different, then they will not be able to see it. This is from the sunnah, the Quran and Sunnah. And from reality they said in Nahada Amrul Mushahad, this is something witnessed. In reality, it is there. The places and times of rising of the moon differ. So, the lands under which this happens to be the same, then its people must fast together. And if they don't see it, then there is no fast. And not only that, they also went to analogy. And they said, the people of the East, for example, people in the East refrain in fasting, What? before the people in the middle, and the people in the West follows later, right? This is an agreement, isn't it? Isn't it the case? Clear? I mean, even the scholars of the past, they said by the same thing, and even they said the following, listen, he, they said, if two people die exactly at the time of sunset, but one of them is in the east and the other is in the west, and both inherit each other, then the one who is in the west will be the one who will inherit the other who is in the east, because the sun setting in the west occurs after the time of sunset in the east you understand? one more time two people who inherit each other one of them is in the west one of them in the east you know and and if they die exactly at the time of sunset then the one in the west will be the one who will inherit the other if they are related, let's say his brother, who is in the East. Why? Because the sun-setting time in the West, what? occurs after the sun-setting, after the sun-setting in the, in the West, in the East, isn't it? So therefore, they have their evidences from the Quran, the Sunnah, and uh, de facto situation, if you can say it, the analogy, How can we make it binding on some people who didn't see the moon yet, the new moon, or they saw the crescent setting before the sun? How can we make it binding upon them to fast? And as you can tell, this position is very, very strong. And this is the position, as our Shaykh said, by which the self is comfortable towards and it is the choice of Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah there is another opinion and listen carefully that people follow their Imam follow their leader and that people and that the fasting is when people fast and the breaking of the fast is when people break the fast and accordingly the people of authority should have their fasting unified and their breaking of the fasting unified unless the ummah, the nation, will differ and split. And this is what's going on now in our times by way of action. And this is the most this is the closest of all the sayings in practice it is incomprehensible that we be under an authority some of us fasting and other of us breaking the fast this disturbs security and entails discord and splitting. Theoretically, however, there is no doubt that the, shay- the saying of Shaykh Islam ibn Taymiyyah is the best, is the closest, or is the correct position, rather, to say. So, therefore, in a country, authority, like, for example, here in Arabia, south of Arabia and north of Arabia, they have different times, uh, different ty- different matal but they all fast the same. This is more practical, sound, and unified, isn't it? And would you imagine in the same country now, people in the south, differ from the people in the north, in terms of fasting, breaking the fast, and all that thing. But since they are under one authority, then this is the more practical This is more practical. Theoretically, the position of Shaykh al-Islam is the correct position. But nowadays in our practice, this position, fasting under the authority, is the closest in practice. Is that clear? And from the benefits of this hadith, that it is not permissible, to break the fast when there is doubt concerning the new moon of Shawwal Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ said ra'i If you see it, meaning the new moon of Shawal, then break your fast This is the statement What's understood from it, if you don't see it, then don't break the fast And in this, there is ease in terms of the deen in its practicality and in its effects and in everything. Because the Prophet ﷺ said in this hadith, If it blurs the seeing of the sighting of the moon, then calculate for it. And we know now what calculates, making the month 30 days. Why? Because when there is doubt, the person will be worried. Should he fast? Shouldn't he fast? Should he break the fast? Shouldn't he not break the fast? This is no doubt. This affects the body health-wise and also psychologically. And the sharia brought that which... does not yield, does not lead rather to anxiety and worries, so if the Hilal, if the new moon is hidden, blurred, then complete the month 30 days, even if, even if the new moon uh, already is there, but for the reality that it was blurred you couldn't see it then complete the 30 days and this foundation all praise due to Allah is due to Allah is applicable in regarding everything even in situations when the person may have a problem uh, did he break his wudu or not we say Don't worry, built on certainty, you are now on purity, and so pray, leave the worries. So what's important is that the deen of Islam does not want from its people to stay in anxiety and worry. And the next benefit, this hadith does not, by way of certainty, indicate that we should go to calculations and we know that if the text does not indicate something, then we don't take by it, and if it indicates something that may have a possibility and may not have a possibility, then we cannot use it to establish evidence. We add to that another thing. The Prophet interpreted the hadith himself when he said, calculate for it, make the, the, the month 30 days, completed, 30 days. Now, cases. And these are important cases. What happens if the month is established during the day? Should we refrain or should we refrain? Refrain from eating. How this may happen? Example: Those who saw the crescent, they were in the wilderness. They didn't have a means of communication, and they came during the day, and they affirmed the sighting with the judge. Is it binding upon us to refrain or not? We know that the Prophet ﷺ said, "If you see it, then fast." And here the seeing is affirmed Therefore we must refrain Without any doubt But you see we began our day eating, right? Right? And we refrained during the day Should we make up this day or not? The majority of the scholars The majority of the scholars Are on the opinion That it is obligated to make up the day while Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah said it is not obligated. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ conditioned it, conditioned the wujub, the obligation to fast, he conditioned it on the scene. And this day, the scene did not occur except during the day. and. After it became firm, we did what is obligated, and that is to refrain. And so, the person is not commanded to do what he is commanded to do twice, the worship. We refrain this day, and therefore there is no make-up for it, and this is the position of Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah, and it is the strongest one. Also, we know that the prohibited matters, the effects of the prohibited matters, are waived or lifted due to ignorance. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala stated in Surah Al-Baqarah, in two, one eighty-seven. Allah Taala. Rabbana la tu'akhidna in nasina wa O our Lord, punish us not if we forget or fall into error. And here, a Sahabi companion by the name of Adi bin Hatim wanted to fast. And then he understood the verse in Surat al Baqarah eat and drink حتى يتبين وكل حتى يتبين لكم الخيط الأبيض الخيط الأسود من and eat and drink until the white thread becomes the white thread listen, the white thread of dawn the white thread becomes distinct to you from the black thread meaning of the dawn what did he do? So what did he do? He put two ropes underneath his pillow, one black and the other white, and he ate until the white thread became distinct from the black thread, the black rope from the white rope. Then he refrained, abstained. Afterwards he came to the Prophet Sallallahu and told him The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said You must have been You must have a wide and accommodating pillow That it contained To accommodate the white thread and the black thread what is the white thread and black thread the, the white thread is the day and the black thread is the night and if they were under the pillow then the pillow is what very fast no doubt so the prophet was teasing him your your pillow is really accommodating if it <laughs> if it were able to accommodate the white thread which is the day <laughs> and you understand and the and the and the black thread, Allahumma sallallahu alayhi, wa sallam, ala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Some people of linguistics, listen, some people of linguistics, they deducted from this that the length, what the, the length of the neck may indicate stupidity, that the person is stupid, that if he has a long long uh, neck they said because it entails a far distance be- between from the heart and the, and the brain so if they intended to describe something someone with foolishness dumbness they would say that he's got a long neck our Shaykh الله, commented on this he said ashhad, I testify Anna رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لم يقصد هذا, That the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم never intended this But he intended teasing That this pillow was so You know, it was accommodating this It has this vastness of accommodation Such that it was, it was able to accommodate the thread caught the day and the night You understand? You understand? But so far, what is the point of evidence of this hadith? What's the point of evidence of this hadith? The point of evidence of this hadith is that the Prophet ﷺ did not command him to make up this day because he was ignorant. Isn't it? You see the point of evidence? The Prophet ﷺ did not command him. Did not command him to make up this day because he was ignorant. And the companions also on a Cloudy day, during the time of the Prophet ﷺ, they broke the fast. And after they broke the fast, the sun emerged. Yet the Prophet ﷺ did not command them to make up this day because they were ignorant. So far clear? So far clear? So, Sheikh Islam ibn Taymiyyah is saying, if the proof is established on the seeing of the monks uh, during the day, then it is obligatory to hold, restrain from eating. But the problem is should there be a makeup? Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah says no makeup. And the other opinion requires the makeup. Shaykh al Islam has two things to rely upon. First, that the Prophet conditioned the matter of fasting on the seeing. And the people, from the time the seeing was affirmed, they refrained. The second they ate in the beginning of the day. And they were ignorant that this was not from Ramadan. They were ignorant that it is not from Ramadan, they didn't know. This is what uh, prompted Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, and this is the correct opinion, the stronger opinion, that refrainment, if the sighting occurs during the day, but no makeup on that day, what about when the woman who is in menses, if she becomes pure uh, during the day, also there is Difference of opinion. Should she refrain and make up? There is difference of opinion. The correct opinion, she should not refrain. It is not binding upon her to refrain. Why? Because this woman had been given the permission to eat from the beginning of the day. She is eating from the beginning of the day. So, therefore, the day with respect to her is not inviolable. And also Abdullah bin Mas'ud, عنه, he said, من أكل أول النهار فليأكل آخره. The one who eats in the beginning of the day can eat at the end of the day. Meaning, it means to whomever it is permissible to eat in the beginning of the day, then it is permissible for him to eat at the end of the day. And this woman who had menses, she has the permission to eat in the beginning of the day, therefore it is not required from her to refrain. Also, if a traveler returns home while in a state of iftar, not fasting, meaning during the day, should he refrain? One opinion is that he must refrain and miss should make up, or must also make up, like the menstruating woman she must refrain and make up according to this opinion. But we learn with respect to the woman, menstruating woman, she doesn't have to refrain. What about the traveler? The correct opinion, it is not binding upon him to refrain. Okay. Some of the scholars They give you a trick question. Look at the trick question, and you answer it now. The trick question is like this. A male, adult, sane, responsible, resident, permissible for him to have intercourse with his wife, deliberately, during the month of Ramadan, and nothing upon him, who is he? Did you you hear the the tricky question? I repeat it? Should I repeat it? They say, uh, a sane, adult, male, responsible, resident, permissible for him to have intercourse with his wife, deliberately, during the day of Ramadan and there is nothing upon him. Who is he? Who is he? Yes, a traveler, a traveler, who returned home during the day, and found his wife, listen, not just returning home, and he found his wife pure from her menses on that day. Exactly. Finds his wife pure from menses during that day. So in this case, she is not to refrain that day, right? And him is not to refrain that day. And therefore, if he has, if he would have sexual intercourse with her, there is nothing on both. According to the other opinion Both should refrain And if he would have sex with her Sexual relation Then expiation is required from him It's required But the correct opinion you know, This is from the strange methods of knowledge Why? Is to make it binding upon him To refrain When there is no benefit from that so, therefore, let us repeat. With respect to if the month is affirmed during the day, then refrainment only and no makeup according to the correct opinion. Is this clear? Now, in the other situations, if Whoever started his day breaking eating or drink and drinking, then in the case of the menstruating woman, if she becomes pure during the day, then no refrainment on her. If the traveller who returns home not fasting during the day, is not to refrain how about the ill person if he recovers and is cured during day of ramadan and you know he began his day not fasting it is not Valid from him to fast that day Since he began his day What? Eating Not fasting And we know that the obligatory obligatory fast Is only valid From the time of dawn Now, with respect to this ill person Who heals During the day Should he refrain The rest of the day the same position as with respect to the Musafir, the traveler during the day who returns. Also, the menstruating woman, if she becomes pure during Ramadan, it is not valid for her to fast the rest of the day. Is it required from her to refrain? We know the difference of opinion, and the correct opinion is? No. Now, What about if a disbeliever accepts Islam during day of Ramadan? Then in this case it's required from him to refrain the rest of the day, because now he, after accepting Islam, he became from the people upon whom there is obligation but there is no make-up for him on the, for that day. Why? Because he was not from the people of obligation when he accepted Islam. When, yani, when it was required from him to refrain, he, he was not refraining. Because the time of refrainment begins from fajr, from dawn. And this person accepted Islam during the time of the day. You understand? So he refrains and no makeup. Also, if he accepts Islam during the month of Ramadan, it is not binding upon him to make up the days that passed of Ramadan. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al Anfal, chapter 8, verse 38. and سَلَفْ say to those who have disbelieved if they cease from disbelief, their past will be forgiven, their past will be forgiven. Another thing if a child attains puberty. so if he began his day fasting, he completes the day fasting and there is nothing upon him. So suppose a child began the day fasting, and in the middle of the day, he became, he reached puberty. Right? He continues his fasting, nothing is upon him. But if he began his day not fasting, then it is binding upon him to refrain the rest of the day. Why? Because now he became from the people of Wujud, from the people upon whom there is obligation. There is no makeup on him that day. Why? Because when the obligation of refrainment occurred upon him, he was not from the people of Wujud. Because the obligation begins from dawn. Another thing if the, uns- if the insane becomes sane during the, month, during the month of Ramadan, then it is binding upon him to refrain the rest of the day, because he became now from the people of wujub, from the people of obligation. There is no makeup on him, same as the other reasons. What about if the insane becomes, uh, yani he goes to insanity sometimes, and recovers sometimes, then it is required from him to fast during recovery but not during insanity times also if he becomes insane during the day he was if he began his fa- he began the day fasting and then he became insane during the day his fasting is not invalid just as if Uh, And he he, he became unconscious by an illness or the like. Why? Because when he intended fasting, he was sane. And he began his fasting with valid intention. And there is no evidence to nullify his fasting. Especially if it is known that insanity occurs to him during certain times during certain hours, and accordingly it is not binding for him to make up this day in which he became insane. Also, the elderly, the senile, who reach an age where he is not able to distinguish, then there is no obligation of fasting on him, nor there is obligation to expiate by feeding the poor. Now, what about this senile, if he sometimes is senile and other times he is able to distinguish things, then it is binding upon him to fast, during the time he is able to distinguish things. Yes, inshallah ta'ala, with these points of benefits, we conclude the discussion on this hadith. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who understand and comprehend these matters. And make it a benefit for ourselves and you. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Wa Sallallahu Alaihi wa Nabi'i wa Muhammad wa Alayhi wa Sahdhi wa Sallam